Hi, you're listening to the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast. My name is Patrice Robayo, and I'm a reporter with the paper. Here are this week's top stories. SUNY Sullivan discusses vaccine rates and enrollment. The excitement on SUNY Sullivan's campus to be back in the classroom in person is apparent among students, faculty, and staff. At the college's Board of Trustees meeting on Thursday afternoon, SUNY Sullivan President Jay Quentin said thanks to everybody's really good work, it has been very smooth and a successful reopening of our campus. He added that the college is engaged in a rigorous testing regime to monitor the potential of outbreak on the campus. We have very few cases come up as positive and no transmission on campus to date, said Quentin's. Mask wearing, social distancing, and all of that is working. In August, a vaccine mandate was put in place for all students attending in-person classes at SUNY schools. Since then, the college has been working to get students vaccinated. So far, our total unvaccinated population of students is down to only 103, and that represents about 90% compliance with the mandate of our students being vaccinated, said Quaintance. March for Reproductive Rights comes to Narrowsburg. Women and men from the area gathered in Narrowsburg on Saturday afternoon for the Women's March of Sullivan County protesting the recent Texas bill, SB 8, that limits women's access to abortions after six weeks of pregnancy and authorizes private citizens to bring civil action against any person who obtains and helps a person obtain an abortion after that time. The event was part of a larger National Women's March for Reproductive Rights, which included marches across the country, including one in Washington, D.C. It's unfortunate that the religion has gotten involved in something that should be between the woman, her doctor, and her partner, said attendee Joan Russo of Hawley, PA. When you're sick, you don't go to your congressman. You go to a physician. And Hart elected chair of the SCDC. There's a new chair of the Sullivan County Democrat Committee, and her name is Ann Hart. She received a standing ovation upon being nominated for that position, which has a two-year term. Last Thursday night, the committee gathered at the Jefferson Bake Shop. For their annual reorganization and meeting, Hart had previously served as the committee secretary. She said, I am very grateful to my committee. They're a really terrific bunch of people who care a lot about the issues locally, nationally, and globally. Hart told the Democrat, I look forward to working with them to really further our presence in the county and to help further really good government from the town level all the way up to the White House. Mirror to Grace Environmental Education Center. The mural would be nice, entertaining, and educational. Those were the words of the Deputy Supervisor Aileen Rogers of the new mural that was contracted from My McCadens Environmental Education Center, the MEEC. During the September 21st Town Board meeting, Town Supervisor Jenna Leibel announced that the board would vote on artist Kevin O'Neill's contract to create a mural for the MEEC's classroom. Immediately, Councilman John Lacey announced that he did not know about the contract until the day before and did not have enough time to research the project. He also asked if the Wordsport Art Alliance or the local school districts were approached for the project in addition to O'Neill. For more of this story, check out the latest issue of the SC Democrat. District Attorney's Office understaffed. Last month, District Attorney Megan Galligan appeared in front of the legislators to ask for better salaries for her assistant district attorneys, her ADAs. She says salaries in their current state have hurt her ability to retain attorneys, and at the beginning of this month, she had only four ADAs on staff with four vacancies, handling over 5,000 open prosecutions. This comes at a time when ADAs has more work in front of them than their predecessors due to the Part 2 discovery reform, which means ADAs must now prepare materials across 21 different categories before they can announce readiness and move a case towards trial.
This is part one of an ongoing series, Thompson Star's 2022 budget. Budget season has started for the Town of Thompson's as they set in motion public hearings and workshops to work out plans for the 2022 fiscal year. Before the budget is presented to the public, the Town Board holds a series of workshops at Town Hall and on Zoom. Town Supervisor Bill Ruby Jr. said it will be a tight budget for the upcoming year during the October 5th Town Board meeting. The Town Board scheduled budget workshops for October 12th and the 18th and plan to adopt the budget in November. Fire Prevention Week kicks off in Roscoe. This week, Fire Prevention Week started on October 3rd and ending on October 9th. Roscoe Central School teamed up with the Roscoe Rockland Fire Department to educate elementary school students about fire safety. Students learned about the PPE and the tools that firefighters use to protect the community and also get a chance to show off their skills with the hose line. The RRFD firefighters went over various topics such as stop, drop, and roll, having a safe meeting place in the event of emergency, and what to do if you find unattended matches. You can find all this and more in the pages of the Sullivan County Democrat newspaper on newsstands now, or you can find us online at scdemocratonline.com. And if you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe so you can never miss an episode. Until next week, stay safe.